Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm delighted you could join us. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have several callers joining us already this evening, so I'm going to go ahead and get started with them, and uh, and then we'll read some questions that came in online, too. We got several questions in from all over the country. So our first caller is Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi, Julie. Hi. How are you this evening? I'm great. I'm great. Great. Katie, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Maui. Oh, wow. Terrific. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm sure things are very um, tropical and wonderful in Maui, huh? Yes, they are. Love it here. Great. What, how may I help you this evening? Um, well, I'm calling because um, I, 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 I have, have an issue that I, maybe is, is more common than I think, but my mother was um, put in hospice two years ago, and um, she, uh, we were told she did not have long to live, and, and uh, but she, she has continued to persist in kind of a vegetative state for more than two years now. And um, she doesn't recognize anybody and can't talk. Um, They feed her some fluid. uh, But other than that, she's just in bed. And I guess I'm trying to understand, um, you know, she seemed ready to go at the time and everything was pointing that way. And now all of a sudden we have this shell that isn't, doesn't seem to be our mom. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to understand that. It's been hard. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want me to try and get her on my radar and let's see if we can talk with her and you can ask some questions. What I do when I'm working with somebody who's dying is I always ask three questions. And the first one is, are you ready to go? The second one is, are you in pain? And the third is, what do you need? So if it's okay with you, I'll connect to you and then connect through you to your mom. And let's see if we can get some answers for you that maybe can help you with this situation. Because I I can't even imagine going through this for two years. It must be just agonizing for you and your family. Yeah. yeah. Thank okay. you. You bet. So um, getting her up on my radar, I'm connecting to you. Okay, I've got you, and now I'm connected to her. Okay, what's your mom's name, Katie? Emma. Emma, okay. 
Are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? No. What do you need? My family. Okay. Um, what, do you, what specifically do you need from your family is what I'm asking her. Okay, this is really off the wall, Katie, but she's saying, I just need somebody to come rub my feet. <laughs> so, did she love to have her, did she used to like to have her feet rubbed? Uh, well, yeah, she her feet rubbed, her back scratched, her, you know. Okay. She was, she was one of those people that liked to be rubbed. Okay, let me yeah. see. Um, I said, is there anybody in particular you want to rub your feet? She said, any of my daughters. <laughs> so I don't think she wants in-laws rubbing her feet. <laughs> All right. Anything you want me to ask her? Um, well, uh, geez, I don't, uh, I'm not sure I know what to ask. <laughs> It's not the answer you is expected, she, right? Is she is she afraid to go? Yes, she is. Does she does she know what she's afraid of? She's afraid she's going to go to hell. That's really? Yeah. Okay. Why are you afraid you're going to go to hell? Because I'm a sinner. Okay. Well. No. Okay. So what, let's see, what can we do? You know what I'll do, Katie? I do an exercise with people who are dying, especially ones that are afraid to die. And I call it my walk to heaven. And what I do Mm -hmm. is I get my spirit and I connect with their spirit and we walk to heaven and I show them what's going to happen when their spirit exits their body. And then I'll bring her back. She'll reattach to her body. I'll get back into my body. And what that does is it takes the fear out of it for people. So let me do that exercise with her. I'll do that a couple of times over the next few days. And if you want, why don't you email me and, um, and then I'll have your email address and then, then come in through the site, askjulieryan.com, and then I'll email you mm-hmm. back. And we can go back and forth with, you know, is she ready to go and all that. Why don't, why don't we do that? That usually works really well for people who are afraid to go. Okay. Would that all be right. okay? Do you have any other questions you want to ask her while I've got her on no, my No, I'm, I'm, I'm still mulling over that one. <laughs> okay. That, that was surprising to me. Do you yeah. have, do you have a, a sister that's on the mainland that can go rubber feet? <laughs> Yes, yes, I do. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that would be my... I will, I will make sure that happens. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Julie. You bet. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. The, the walk to heaven is something that I do often when people are dying. And I find in our culture, especially, people are so afraid to go, primarily because we've been so ingrained with that we're sinners and we're going to go to hell and la, 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 la. And what I see is that everybody goes to heaven. I've never seen angels drop anybody in a fiery pit, either hell or purgatory. And for people who are especially afraid to die, if if I walk them through the the steps of what's going to happen once their spirit leaves their body, it just 
gives them all kinds of relief. There was a nun that I was working with who was in her late 90s. And believe it or not, she was afraid to die. She'd been in the convent for forever. And we did this walk to heaven exercise a couple of times. And then she was fine. And she went peacefully and everything was good. So I'll do that with Katie's mom and see if that can help some. Okay, let's take our next caller. Hi there, is this Beth? Let's see. Hi, Beth? Yes. Hi there, how are you this evening? I'm great, how are you? Good, thanks for joining us. It's my pleasure. Where are you calling from? I am calling from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, go Bucks. Yes, always. Yeah. Um, how, had, how may I help uh, you? Well, I have had a, um, a very traumatic month this last year where, uh, or this, just this last month, and I ended up in the hospital um, with four blockages in my heart and a stent was put in. I wow. come out and I now started cardiac rehab this week and went through the training of it. And now I'm doing all these exercises and trying to learn and keep everything together. I'm, I'm really not that old. I was very <laughs> stunned by all of this. And I just wonder if you could tell me if there were, you know, people like I, I still am fairly bruised up my arm and still have some chest pain that I'm trying not to worry and overreact about. But I just, um, I did not have a heart attack or anything. So they've said that my heart should be good and strong. I'm just, needing some reassurance that I am doing everything like I'm supposed to. And every time I get a little twinge, I don't freak out. And Sure, sure. I can only imagine how scary this must have all been for you and, and for your family. I can't even imagine. So um, let me get you up on my radar and let's see what's going on. Yeah, you look clear. Um, I can see where the stents were put in. You've got a couple of other arteries that are not completely open. They've got some occlusion in there, but I think you can re- you can reduce that if not eradicate it with your diet. And you know the drill, whole foods, um, not whole foods, a grocery store chain. You can shop there if you want, but right. eat stuff, try and eat stuff that isn't processed. Um Stay with organic as much as you can. Probably stay away from gluten kind of stuff. Just keep things really clean. Um, Vegetables, grass-fed beef, free-range chicken, wild fish. I'm sure you know the drill. I'm sure you've read it Um, probably many of places. But uh, your heart looks healthy to me, Beth. Let me check the rest of you and see what's going on. Are you on any kind of medication that's blood thinners? Uh, yeah, and I will be for at least a year. All right. That's why you're still bruised. That's why that hasn't healed yet. It's just, it's just because of the medication that you're on. So I don't think that's an issue. But while you're on those blood thinners, I'm sure your doctors have told you you've got to be really careful. And you, you may want to put some extra Band-Aids in your purse and or in your car, just in case you scratch yourself or something, you may bleed more than you're used to. Right. Um, Let me see. I'm sure they had you on antibiotics. I'm seeing some yeasties growing in your stomach, so up the probiotics and or the yogurt. 
Um, that's just from your medication. And they just give you, usually they'll give you IV antibiotics when you're having a procedure like that done. Okay. Yeah, your heart looks good, though. I do it take looks, probiotics every day. So. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. And if you stay up the processed stuff, that's going to help, too, because the yeasties love processed stuff and they love sugar, especially. So if you can stay off that. But yeah. um, the rehab is terrific that you're doing that. I think you're going to really benefit from that. Yeah, I, I do, too. And they have educational classes that I'll go to once a week. And, and and by the way, your parents are on either side of you. Your mother's at your right shoulder. Your dad's at your left shoulder. Are your parents deceased? Yeah. Okay. All right. They're hanging with you, probably because you've been going through such a tough time. Um, but they're on either side of you. So that's just an, an aside. wanted to let you know you're getting some support from the spirit world. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in, and um, best of luck with your rehab. I hope everything goes great for you. Thank you. I appreciate you bet. that. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Okay. We've gotten several questions of people have sent in via the website, AskJulieRyan.com. So let me read one of those, and then we'll go back to another caller. This one's from Heidi in Boise, Idaho. And Heidi wrote, Hi, Julie. I've been struggling to find a healthy eating plan that works for me and will help me lose all my excess weight. I started a new way of eating lately, and I feel good. But my question is, will healthy eating alone help me lose weight, or is there something else going on with my health? Anything I need to have addressed by a naturopath or an MD. Thanks. And here's my response. Hi, Heidi. When I scanned you, I could see a lot of built-up toxins in your energy field. They look like dried topsoil and are coating the perimeter of your whole field. The good news is I was able to energetically flush out the toxins and saw underneath all kinds of healthy pink tissue. You look great under there. Going forward, as you're doing your meal plan, be sure to eat as much organic, unprocessed foods as you can and avoid toxins like fake sweeteners, pesticides, herbicides, etc. What I'm finding is that most people get these fake sweeteners in diet, diet soda. I call it diet pop. I was raised in Ohio, so we call it soda pop there. But diet soda with the, you know, diet Coke, diet whatever got these fake sweeteners and they just show up in our energy fields as toxins. So keep that in mind if you're drinking diet soda. You might want to switch to water or something that's going to be better for you. Okay, back to my response. If you can stick with organic vegetables, lean protein, healthy fats like olive and coconut oil and grass-fed butter, your body's going to love it. By the way, you can get grass-fed butter in most grocery stores. Look for Kerrygold butter from Ireland. You may also want to check out bulletproofexec.com and the Bulletproof Cookbook. Dave Asprey, the founder, has put together a free downloadable food graphic on his website that's really helpful. And that's spelled bullet, B-U-L-L-E-T, proof, P-R-O-O-F, exec, E-X-E-C, bulletproofexec.com. Another good source is Eat Fat, Get Thin by Dr. David Hyman, MD. 
Dr. Hyman is on staff at the Cleveland Clinic and has researched the daylights out of different diet plans over the years. For more information, go to eatfatgetthin.com. Both of these programs are sensible, affordable, and seem to be effective. Hope this helps. Good luck and thanks for your question. Now, let's go back to another caller. And uh, here we have, I believe this is Alexis. Hi, is this Alexis? Hi there, it's Alexis. Hi, Alexis. Thanks Hi. for calling. Thank Where you. Where are you calling us from? I'm from San Diego, and I just want to say that I totally respect what you're doing, and I really admire you for it. Oh, thanks so much. What a sweet pea you are. Oh, thanks. How, how's beautiful San Diego? That Coronado Bay is about as pretty as it gets, I think. Yeah, it's starting to get really hot, though, outside. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> First <laughs> Did you have a- problems. Uh, did you have a question for us tonight? Yes, I do. Um, my question is, um, why am I so tired all the time? And did my uh, does my dog have the same thing? She seems to be not feeling <laughs> good like me. Okay. What's your dog's name? Bailey. Haley, H-A-L? How do you spell oh, it? No, Bailey with a B. Or oh, you can call Bailey. Boo-boo. Okay. Bailey, like Bailey's Irish cream or one. There you go. Okay. All right, Alexis, let me get you on my radar and let's see what's going on. So there's a laser beam that goes from my sternum. I'm in Alabama, so it's going west. Go west, young woman. It's going west. I've got you on my screen. Okay, let me see what's going on with you. Yeah, I can see you look exhausted. You're... um, energy field is like operating on about a 20 watt light bulb so let me shoot some energy through you and you've got a little viral infection going on how long has this been happening for you a while okay yeah you got a little viral thing going on uh let me see if i can push it out a lot of the times i can push the viruses out viruses look like watery kind of brown energy to me and what i'll do is i'll push them out from the bottom up through the top of the head and um, here's what I want you to do, Alexis. I want you to go to the store. Um, Whole Foods has this. Sprouts has this. I think you have both those grocery stores out there, right? Yeah. Okay. Go get some Ester C, which is vitamin C, but it's buffered so that it's easier on your stomach. And you want to get the 1,000 milligram capsules. Then go to CVS or one of the, you know, one of the drug stores, one of the um, pharmacies, or Target, you know, any place like that is going to have zinc. And you want 50 milligrams of zinc. And I want you to take 1,000 milligrams of C and 50 milligrams of zinc three times a day until you feel better. What that's going to do is it's going to boost your immune system. And there's been research done, oh gosh, as far back as over 20 years ago, that shows that it's a, it's a dramatic immune system boost if you do the vitamin C and zinc. And interestingly enough, I had that LASIK surgery done on my eye probably, gosh, I don't know, 17, 18 years ago. And I had to have one eye redone after five years. For some reason, it didn't, didn't um, the correction didn't last. And I was talking to the eye surgeon, and he said, do you take vitamin C? And I said, yes, I do. Why? And he said, well, your eye healed too well. When the LASIK surgery happens, they put a scar on the eye, and it changes how the light's refracted. Mm -hmm. 
So that helps improve the vision. He said, don't take vitamin C for at least three months. I thought that was amazing. So vitamin C really helps you heal faster. You've just got a virus. Let me check your, let me check Miss Bailey and see what, is Bailey a girl or a boy? She's a girl. She's a girl. All right, let me see. She's just, she's just picking up your energy. She's lethargic because you are. If you were peppy, she'd be peppy. She's fine. Okay. She's fine. You don't give her vitamin C and zinc. You just take it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think you got a viral thing going on. Okay. Okay. Well, All right. What it, where, like, what kind of virus it is? I think it's just like a garden variety. I don't think it's a big deal. I think okay. it's like kind of like when you get the flu, but yours is just a low grade viral infection. I don't think it's anything to worry about. I think get some rest and um, and baby yourself for a few days. And I'm telling you this, Z and Zinc, C and Zinc, easy for me to say, is you're gonna you're gonna be amazed at how how well it works. I'm on my way to the store. Okay, girl. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Julie. You bet. Take care. Bye. Bye bye. Okay, let's get somebody. Okay. Greg. Hi, Greg. Yes, hello. Hi, Greg. How are you this evening? I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for joining us. Where are you calling us from? Uh, We're calling you from Washington, D.C. Wow. Are you saving the world over there? (laughs) We're trying to. You're trying? trying Well, terrific. How may I I help you? I just wanted to say that I love what you do, um, oh, and I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Did you have a question so, for me? Yeah. So um, me and my girlfriend, uh, we just had a baby. Our son is nine months old, and we have been trying to manifest. Um, this is a little different question than all the other people, which which okay. is health-related. Um, we have been trying to manifest uh, moving to California uh, yeah. for the past three to four months, and we've also been trying to manifest uh, around $20,000. And we haven't had any luck so far, so we just tried trying to figure out what could be blocking us or what could be stopping us. Okay. Well, let me um, – I'm not an expert on that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but if you want, I can get you up on my radar. I can, I, I can see if I'm seeing any tears or um, – or holes in your energy field, and yeah, and dive into them and see see what's going on. See if I pick Absolutely. up anything. And sometimes when I dive into those, Greg, I um, will see a past life thing going on, and I'll be shown a scene of something that's happened in a past life. And sometimes that can affect us in this lifetime. So okay. let me let me connect to you and um, see what I come up with. I'm going to get you on radar. Okay, it's my laser beams coming from me to you. It's heading northeast to Washington, D.C. And I got Okay. Yeah, you have a big hole like in your energy field that's right uh, above your waist, in the middle of your stomach. And let let me back up a little bit. I believe that our spirits are who we really are and our spirits are in our human body to have the human experience. So you can imagine that our spirit is, it looks like the fog from a fog machine that you see at a 
you know, like a football game that the football players run out through, you know, right, when right. on the field. That's what our spirit looks like. It's just energy. And our body has mass. So if you go back to your science classes in grade school, you know, we were taught everything is made out of mass. So things that feel solid are just vibrating at a slower rate than things that are um, like steam or cell phone energy or satellite energy that we know works, but we can't see. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Our energy field is our spirit. I use those words interchangeably, but our energy field has what looks like to me a membrane-like quality to it, Craig. Mm -hmm. And the membrane almost feels like saran wrap to me. It has a little bit of a rubbery consistency, but it's very thin. So if you imagine if you poke your fist through saran wrap, it's going to leave a hole, right? Right. Yes. I I heard you talk about this on Jules' podcast. Okay. Terrific. So what I find is when I see that hole, that tells me that something's going on. Usually there's some kind of an emotional component that goes with it. You've got a hole in the middle of your upper abdomen in your energy field membrane. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to dive in there and, okay, you're seven. You're with your grandmother, your paternal grandmother. Did you spend time with your paternal grandmother? Uh, yes. Um, I, I have two grandmothers, but I did I, I did spend time with um, with both of them. Okay. This is your dad's mom. You're seven. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, She's passed away. Okay, but she was alive when you were seven? Yeah, she was. All right. She's, what I'm seeing, the scene I'm seeing is, did your family live in D.C., Greg? Yes. Okay. She's, she led you to believe that you always need to stay near your family. Mm. Or she at least, you know, was, she... What's the word? She impressed upon you and your other family members that the family needs to stay together in the same area, that you need to be around each other, you need to support each other. I think that's probably what's, well, that's it, because in your energy membrane's filling up already. It's filling in. Yeah, because I I recently had to move back in with my parents. you know, we were we were living on our own, and we we basically had to move back in. Okay. My parents. All right. So your family sounds like they are pretty close knit, and they all kind of live in the same area. Yeah. Well, my immediate family, my mother's okay. side of the family is from San Diego, but my okay. my immediate family, yes, we live in yes. the same area. Okay. All right. So you had programmed programmed into you when you were a little boy that you needed to stay close by to family. Once you figure out. How to, how to make the decision that you really want to go to California, I think everything's going to line up for you. I hope okay. that helps. Does that help? Yeah, it does help. It does help a lot. And I just okay. wanted to know, is, is, my, is my girlfriend, and by chance, um, holding us back from anything? Can you no. get on it's her you. radar? It's, it's you. It's me. Okay. It's you. And it has to do with what, what you had ingrained in you, when you were a little boy, probably throughout your life, that the family unit stays together, and this is where we mm-hmm. live. That's what it's all and about. So, okay, and so you said I have to do what in order to, to Well, I think, I think you need to figure out what is going to work for you to convince you that it's okay to move to California. 
because you're not convinced yet because of this ingraining. I think filling up that membrane in your energy field is going to help. But I think that, you know, in the meantime, um, find reasons to move to California and then find validation for those reasons. Okay. Okay, Okay. cool. That's exciting because I have a hypnosis with Jules next week. Terrific. Well, she can help you with that as well. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling, Greg. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Good luck. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones and I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Great. That was interesting. Next question from somebody who submitted it online. This is Barbara from Benicia, Benicia, California. I've never heard of that city and I probably butchered it, but B-E-N-I-C-I-A. So Barbara, Sorry if I butchered your city name. She said, Dear Julie, I have the feeling of water in my right ear, but I don't have pain. Sometimes it seems to go away and then it comes back. I was wondering what you see in there. Thank you, Barbara. And here's my response. Hi, Barbara. When scanning you, I could see your right ear is full of earwax. Although I know this sounds really elementary, I think the wax is very deep in your ear canal. I suggest you go to the doctor or even a doc in the box, also known as a walk-in clinic, and let the medical providers remove the wax. It's too deep for you to try and do it yourself. Most likely, they'll squirt a bunch of of a warm solution into your ear and let it sit there for a few minutes. Then this will, and by the way, this is probably going to feel really weird to you when this happens, but what it's going to do is it'll loosen up the wax and then they'll be able to remove it easily. I really think that's all this is, and I hope this information helps. Thanks for your question. Let's grab another caller here. And um, hi there, Michael. Oh, hello. Hi, Michael. Hi, how are you doing? Great, how are you? <laughs> Good, I was listening on my phone. I didn't expect to be on mute. <laughs> oh, well. But, you but I'm any- happy to speak with you. Did you by any chance send me a question? I certainly did. Okay. Do you mind if I go ahead and read it on the air? Not at all. Tell everybody where you're calling from, Michael. I'm calling from Scarsdale, New York. Okay. All right. Here was Michael's question, everybody. 
Hi, Julie. I'm a 50, 54, sorry, I'm trying to make you older, Michael. I'm a 54-year-old male, 5'7", 160 pounds, and you're probably gorgeous too, right? Oh, I love you, Julie. <laughs> and I work in a sedentary job. I often start exercise programs and can quickly work up in endurance or strength until I either get sick or injured. Often I hurt my lower back, sometimes muscles or joints. Can you do a scan for me and tell me what I need to focus on and suggest an appropriate exercise routine for me? Also, any dietary suggestions would be appreciated as I need to keep my energy levels high. Thank you so much. Well, Michael, here's my response. So join in. <laughs> okay. Uh, when scanning you, I could see that your lower back is out of alignment. Have you ever been to a chiropractor? I have, and every now and then when the things have gotten out of hand, I've gone to chiropractors. Okay. All right. Michael, when I was scanning you, what I did was I laid you down on your stomach with your, you know, your stomach on the, like on a flat surface, and your left hip is lower than your right hip as I'm looking at you. It's like if I put a leveling device on your bottom, you know, mm -hmm. it would it would scoop down, um, it would be lower on the left side. And it's really easy to fix this situation. Uh, the misalignment in your hips is the root cause of your back issues. If you get regular adjustments from a good chiropractor, it's going to keep all your muscles and joints aligned and can minimize, if not eradicate, all of your lower back problems. I had lower back problems in my late 20s, Michael, and I had never been to a chiropractor, and I'd heard all kinds of scary things about chiropractors, and I went to one, and now I go once a month, just keep everything lined up, and I never have lower back problems anymore, ever. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, they just keep things, they keep things lined up. Uh, and then I went on to say, talk with your chiropractor about the best ways to strengthen your lower back muscles once you get them lined up correctly. When exercising, you're going to love this part. When exercising, use your brilliant mind and your common sense. <laughs> Don't go doing some funky, super tough regimen that will land you in the orthopedic surgeon's office. Yeah, I've I, done some, I, I have done some pretty stupid things in my past too, when it comes to being in the gym. You know, all, have, of a sudden, all of a sudden I start feeling strong and I start thinking I'm super bad and then all of a sudden I, uh, I lift something the wrong way or I, you know, or, I, or I go in and try an exercise that perhaps someone maybe 20 years younger should be doing before I do it. And uh, yes, I've, I've, I've done some damage to myself. <laughs> Well, and I have friends that are orthopedic surgeons, and I have a friend that runs a ortho big orthopedic surgery practice, and they all tell me that the best thing for their business has been these really heavy-duty training um, gyms that have opened up all around the country, and they said people are just injuring themselves right and left, and it's been great for business at the orthopedic surgeon's office. So keep that in mind. Yeah, I, I don't think I really want to. Uh, I don't no. think I really want to enrich the orthopedic surgeons at this point. <laughs> no, you don't. And then I went on to say, if you find something you enjoy, you'll be more likely to do it on a regular basis. And then I said, get creative, use the stairs, walk at lunchtime, and look into one of those whole body vibration plates. I had a picture of you on one of those vibration plates. Do you know what those are? No, I was going to ask you what that is. 
they're a they're you plug them into the wall. I don't have one, but I'm thinking about getting one. And they were developed for use back in the '60s for use by Russian cosmonauts when they went into space, because. Mm-hmm. What they do is you stand on them, they're a metal plate, you stand on them and they they just vibrate and they shake your body um, really fast, not hard, but at a really rapid rate. And they've been shown to detoxify and strengthen the immune system, help regain muscle strength and bone density and stimulate healthier brain function in less than 15 minutes a day. So what I'm seeing is people getting standing desks, number one, and also installing these vibration plates in their offices. Hmm. And I've even seen people get a standing desk and then get a treadmill, and they'll walk on the treadmill while they're on the phone looking at their computer or things like that. So you can get really creative with this stuff. Right. As, As far as dietary suggestions go, check out the Bulletproof Diet. Go to bulletproofexec.com, and you may want to check out Eat Fat, Get Thin by Dr. David Hyman, MD. Go to eatfatgetthin.com. Both of these programs are sensible, easy to follow, and effective. I especially like Dave Asprey's chart of foods at bulletproofexec.com, spelled just like it sounds, E-X-E-C, like executive. Right. You can download it for free. It's a terrific guide to help you with food choices. Hope this helps. Thank you so much. And you, you have a great show. I love oh, listening to so you. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks so much. I, I'm thrilled that you joined us. This is a double treat for me. You're a double whammy of a treat because you called and you sent me an a, um, email. Well, like I, said, it was, like I said, it was a pleasant surprise. All of a sudden, I heard unmute. I, I thought I was just listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great that's a, – thanks for mentioning that. The show's taped on Thursday nights, and then it's available on the network at LOARadioNetwork.com. On, I believe it's on Saturdays, and, uh, but we tape it every Thursday night. So please join us again. On, are you on your way home from work? You know what? Uh, today is my daughter's senior prom, so I, I cut out early, and I was at all the pre-prom uh, festivities. Wonderful. And I thought, so I thought I didn't think I was going to have a chance to listen to this, but, you know, lo and behold, I had the time, and I said, you know what? Eh, I don't want to wait. I want to hear what Julie has to say. I love it. Well, you know, there are no coincidences in life. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank you so, so much. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Hi there. This is Julie. Who's this? Hi. Can you hear me? Hello. I can hear you wrestling around. Hi. Hello. Hi. This is Julie. Who's this? This is Shari. How are you doing, Julie? Good. How are you? Um, I'm fine. I had accidentally... With this new phone I have, I had lower the volume. I couldn't hear you there for a moment. Oh, sure. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Birmingham, Alabama, and Julie's a friend. That's right. I love Miss Charlie. And um, I will mention this. I met Julie in October of 2010, a few weeks after I had lost my husband. And being able to talk to Julie and has really helped me with the grieving process. You don't get over it. You learn how to live with it. And so, and from there, I felt like I just, 
Julie, I, I had known Julie all my life. But... Oh, you sweet thing. Thank you. You know I adore you, too. And I do have a question. Okay. Fire away. Um, There's a family reunion on June 11th, and my sister and I are considering traveling to Macomb, Mississippi, for this reunion. Yeah. And older generations have, for years, tried to determine um, the, the parents of my great-great-grandfather. And I've, the last few days, I've tried to spend a little bit of time researching and determining who I believe it to be. It's a little bit more difficult because the courthouse records burned in the late 1800s. The courthouse burned. But I believe... Um, let's see if you can do this for me. <laughs> I'm trying to determine the, the mom and, and father of Willie Jefferson Martin. And he was born October 27th, 1831. Okay. Do you have any Willie Jefferson Martin? Okay. All right, go um, ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, and he married Mary Louise Quinn. Okay. Uh, I believe his father to be William Glass Martin, but I'm still trying to determine um, if it's, if I'm on the right track. Yeah, I'm getting um, a yes on that, Shari. Okay. His father died when he was only seven years old, and I think mm-hmm. that his mother remarried. So I believe that's why they lost track. Okay, what, say the name again of who you think his dad is. I think his dad was William Glass Martin. Yeah, yeah. I got. I was get. I was getting a yes before you even put his whole name out. Yeah. Okay. When was his mother born? was Sarah Wicker. Yes, I'm getting a yes on that. And William Glass Martin's father was Joshua Martin, and his wife and mother of was Elizabeth Glass. I'm getting yeses on all of those. And Joshua Martin's father was Zachary Martin, Jr., and I found a will, and uh, Joshua's named in his father's will. I'm pretty po- and, and I'm positive on that. From, are they all, are they, were they all from Mississippi, Shari, or were they from Oh um, No, they were uh, originally Virginia, um, North Carolina, and South Carolina. Okay. And then Joshua migrated okay. in the um, early 1800s when uh, Mississippi was still a territory. Oh, my gosh. So he was an adventurer. Oh, yes. We have a lot of ancestors that had these great adventures. Okay, I just wanted to know if I were just to keep digging for more written proof, but I I do thank you for checking that out. You bet. You bet. Everybody, Shari is a terrific genealogist if you haven't figured that out yet. So, will you guys have a blast in at the family reunion um, on June 11th? And will there be a lot of people there? I don't know. Deborah and I have never attended one of these reunions, oh. and but we are thinking about doing it. Um, our grandmother died in 1976, and we've just been away from a home for many, many years. So... 
So here's the question that you can ask, Shari. Uh, Is it in my best interest to go to the family reunion in Macomb on June 11th? What do you get when you ask yourself that question? What do I get? Mm-hmm. What's the answer that's the first thing that comes is, to your head? Well, I, I, I see that there's, I don't think that there's any negatives. I, I get a yes. Huh? I, I get a yes that it is your, in your best interest to go. Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't. I think you guys I, will have a great time. I think it'd be great because um, I, at my age, I remember the older generations that are no longer with us. Mm-hmm, and sure. so, you know, at now, their children and grandchildren are, uh-huh. are that, that, that senior age group. So I think it'd be interesting. Right. But, uh, well, anyway. and all those, all those uh, deceased relatives will all be there in spirit with all of you. Oh, won't that be fun? Yeah, with, as, that. With, as, as you would say, with all y'all. <laughs> I don't know. I, my mother wouldn't let me say that when I was a little girl because she taught school, remember, before she married my children. <laughs> so she did teach us a few things. <laughs> That's but true. anyway. Your grammar is very proper. Okay. So, well, thanks so much for calling. I appreciate it. Well, thank and, you, too. And you know, I Take love care. you. Okay, I love, love you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go to another question that was submitted online. This one's from Laura in Gas City, Indiana. That's another city I've never heard of. I'm going to have to look that up and see where that is, Miss Laura. And she says, hi, Julie. I'm having a health issue that's causing high blood pressure and extremely rapid heart rate upon standing upright. Sitting or laying, I'm fine. Being on my feet for five minutes is near impossible because the longer I stand, my heart rate and blood pressure continue to rise. I also want to ask about my deceased cat, Royd, who passed away in December in a most awful, traumatic manner. I don't even know what happened to him. I'd like to know if he still exists somewhere and if he might have anything to say to me. Thanks, Laura. And here's my response. Hi, Laura. Well, your spirit was out of your body when I first got you on my radar. The good news is you're not dying because I don't see the dying configuration of angels and other loved ones' spirits close by in their normal setup. When someone's dying, their spirit hangs onto the top of their head like a bubble in a cartoon caption. That's where the words of the cartoon are contained. To see a diagram of what this looks like, please go to AskJulieRyan.com and click on the 12 Phases of Transition tab. I was able to get your spirit back inside your body and tack it down to the bottom of your feet. Did you ever see Peter Pan? Remember when Wendy sewed Peter's shadow back into his body by tacking it to the bottom of his feet? That's what I did with you. For those of you who it's been decades since you saw Peter Pan, if you remember back to the story, when Peter Pan first comes to visit Wendy, Michael, and John in the nursery, um, his spirit is in a drawer in the nursery. And so Wendy takes it out of the drawer and she sews it and tacks it down to the bottom of his feet and then he gets his shadow back. This is kind of what it looks like when I put somebody's spirit back in their body when they're not dying. 
Once I got your spirit back into your body, your energy field was illuminated and I could see what was going on. Looks to me like a microscopic tear in your aorta. As you're facing me, it's on the left side, halfway down the middle of your chest. It was a vertical tear and I believe it's congenital. That means you were born with it. I believe it's gotten worse over time. While you were on my radar, I watched the tear get stitched and repaired. I watched it get sutured. Um, I see energetic suture being used, and it looks like, for those of you that have had stitches in your lifetime or have seen stitches on somebody, sometimes they'll, the doctors will take a stitch and then they'll tie a knot for each individual stitch. This looks more like a running stitch. So it would look like the um, the hem of a pair of pants or a dress where it's just thread that runs kind of at an angle and it keeps on going. That's what I saw this, the energetic suture sew up in her aorta. Uh, let's see. Let me go back to where I was. Um, I also saw an energetic patch get placed on top of the sutured wound to secure the repair. Once the tear was fixed, I shot energy up through your body and you lit up like the Empire State Building. Your energy field is now so bright, you probably glow in the dark. Having said all this, have you been to see a cardiologist? If not, I suggest you consider doing so. I believe your body has the ability to heal and you can make a full recovery. Hope you feel better soon. Thanks for your question. It's always important when you have symptoms like this to go see a doctor because they have tests they can run and they have things that they can do and they can rule out problems um, that sometimes before they get worse. So she needs to go see a, um, a cardiologist at least to see what's going on. Okay, terrific. By the way, as I mentioned to Michael, we do this every Thursday night. We tape the show on Thursday night and the call-in number is 605 605- Five six two three one four zero. The host code is seven eight one one seven four, and it's at eight Eastern, seven Central, five Pacific. Let me read that number again. Every Thursday night, eight Eastern, seven Central, five Pacific. Phone number six zero five five six two three one four zero. The code is five three three. Six seven seven. So um, give us a call. Join us. And if you want to submit a question online, go to askjulieryan.com. You want to pull up the Ask Julie tab, and then you can fill out your question, and, and I'll answer it on the air. Let's go to another online question. Lisa from Plattsburgh, New York asked, Hi, Julie. Thanks for the incredible opportunity to ask a question. I'm a 47-year-old woman and have a seven-month-old son. My partner carried. I sometimes feel I may be a hypochondriac when I get a new twinge of pain here or there. Now that I'm a mom, this intensity of paranoia has increased. I want to be around for my son for a very long time. Could you do a body scan of me and tell me if there are any issues I should be looking into? Thanks so much for your input and your amazing intuition. Lisa. And here's my response. Hi, Lisa. Your body's urging you to pay attention and you're smart to listen. When I got you up on my radar, you looked very inflamed. Once I got underneath the inflammation by applying blue anti-inflammatory energy, your organs looked a bit shriveled and dehydrated. 
to me, this is an indication you're in perimenopause, transitioning into eventual menopause. Just by applying energetic estrogen, your body parts plumped right back up. So you're not losing your mind. Your symptoms correlate with most perimenopausal women's symptoms. The best news is all of this is easily fixed with bioidentical hormones and good dietary choices. Please check out Suzanne Summers and Christian Northrup, MD's books on aging. And Northrup is spelled N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P, Christian Northrup, MD. In addition, both women's websites are full of helpful information. You may want to go to Suzanne Summers, and let me spell that for you. It's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E. S-O-M-E-R-S dot com and drnorthrup.com and that's spelled D-R-N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P dot com. To find a doctor in your area who specializes in anti-aging medicine, please go to the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. Their website is A4M dot com. That's letter A, number four, letter m.com hope you feel better thanks for your question and i believe we have another caller so let's see if we can hi there hi hello can you hear me you probably want to hit star six if you're muted hello hi there you are hi there hi how are you good thanks this is julie who's this this is Paris. Hi, Paris. Hi, how are you? are you? I'm great. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Maryland, Bowie, Maryland. Terrific. Well, thanks for joining us. How may I help you? Thank you for answering. Um, so I submitted a question earlier. I didn't know prior to calling that you would be answering people's online questions as well, but I guess it won't hurt to ask since I'm already connected. Um, okay, terrific. So I have a, a nine-month-old son that I breastfeed. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've maintained a very healthy diet for the both of us, or at least I try to. And he has had eczema since he was since he was about five months. And it just got really, really bad, like to the point where, you know, I hate to see him itching so bad. And I don't know what to do because, you know, I I learned that typically breastfed babies don't get eczema. So I was wondering if you could just tune into him and figure out what it is he's trying to tell me to do to get the eczema because I'm trying to change my diet being as though I breastfeed. So whatever I get, of course, he gets. I don't do dairy. I don't do meat. um, I don't do too much gluten. Um, So I was wondering if you could just tell me what he's wanting for me to change, do differently. Yes, I will. What is His Majesty's name? His name is Gregory Jr., Oh, so great. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let me get you on my radar and then I'll get him on, I'll get to him through you. All righty. Laser beams going to Maryland and I've got you. Okay. I've got him now. All right. Oh yeah. I can see it. Oh, poor baby. All right. Um, and it's hot to the touch too, isn't it? It's like red and inflamed yes. is what it looks like to me. It is. It is. Yeah. What are you putting on it? Um, okay, so I'm all natural. So I put, I've tried avocado oil, castor oil. I just tried this new neem oil lotion. Um, but I don't put like any, you know, 
hydrocortisone. I'm I'm like all natural, so I've tried a whole bunch of holistic things. I've tried oatmeal bags, tons of things. Like you name it, I've probably already tried it. Hypoallergenic okay. soap. Paris, what I'm getting to try is cocoa butter. That's out of left okay. field. But I got cocoa butter, and I'm sure you can probably get even organic cocoa butter. When yeah. I was a kid and um, going to the pool in the 60s and 70s, we used to use cocoa butter as suntan, you know, for suntan oil. Oh, Coppertone yeah. used yeah. to make it back in the day. So um, see if you can find in um, like a Whole Foods or a Sprouts or yeah. a place like that. See if you can find some cocoa butter. I'm seeing it pictured in a jar, kind of like, a, do you know what a Noxzema jar looks like or a yeah. ben, mm-hmm. Benivia cream jar? That's what yeah. I'm seeing it pictured in. Okay. okay, so try cocoa butter on that. Try a little bit of an area and see if that soothes it. Um, okay. When I... When I watch cocoa butter get applied, it looks like it calms it down right away. Okay. And I'm getting you can chill it before you put it on him. I wouldn't freeze it, but yeah. and I wouldn't I wouldn't make it super cold. But you might want to put it in the refrigerator for an hour or so and cool it down, okay. and try that. See if that helps with the inflammation. Does he have diaper rash as well? Or no, is it just he does, he's skin? had one before, but um, no, he doesn't. That's the, his butt. <laughs> I don't want to say. I don't mean to say this on air, but his butt is literally the softest place. Aww. He has it on his, his feet, his arms, um, a little on the side of his face, his neck, his chest, his back, everywhere but his bottom. Yeah. Okay. All right. Again, his forearms especially look inflamed to me. Okay. Yeah. What I'm getting is you need to increase your healthy fat intake. Extra virgin organic olive oil, Um, organic coconut, you know, oil, Uh, grass-fed butter. Try that if if you're so inclined. But you need to increase your oil, you know, your healthy fat intake. I agree. I agree. You're not getting enough healthy fat, and therefore he's not getting enough healthy fat in the breast milk, and that's what's causing the eczema. See if that helps. I could a million percent see that. Okay. Yeah. Try, instead of using salad dressing, do you eat salads? Yes, I do. Okay. Get some organic olive oil that you like the flavor of and, uh-huh. um, and pour it on your salads. You can pour it on vegetables. You know, I mean, just use the daylights out of it. Just put it on your, put it on your vegetables and on your salad. And I would okay. eat it at least a couple of times a day. I really think... Okay. Excuse me, I'm getting that that's what's going on. There's just not enough healthy fats in your diet, and therefore he's not getting enough. And by the way, I know healthy fats are really important for baby's brain development too. So Yeah, yeah. he used to eat a lot of avocados, and, and I think yeah. that's why it came back because he stopped eating it. One morning he, he just didn't want it. He used to eat it every day, at least twice okay. a day. Like there you go. He was so chunky from eating avocado, and he just stopped eating it. Okay, so there you go. You eat avocado. If he won't eat it, you eat it. Okay. 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 And then he'll so he'll get it. You bet. I hope that helps. I did too. Thank you. I trust it will though, and I'll try the cocoa butter as well. Thank you so much, Julie. It was so you bet. great talking to you. You too. Thanks so much. Take care. All right. You too. Bye. 
And then here's the last question. Marie from Rockland, California asked, Hi, Julie. My daughter Jessica has been having some health issues. She never feels well. She has gone to her regular doctor several times, but she's not able to clearly verbalize all that she's feeling, so there hasn't been any definitive diagnosis made. Would you please scan her and tell me what you see? Thanks. And my answer is, hi, Marie. Jessica gave me permission to scan her, and it looks like she either has Lyme disease or is suffering from symptoms similar to Lyme disease. She has a lot of inflammation in her system and is probably pretty achy all over from what I can tell. When I got the inflammation calmed down, in particular, her spleen looks really inflamed. This can often be a sign of a major infection. I suggest exploring the American Academy of Environmental Medicine. Go to aaemonline.org to find a doctor in your area. These are physicians who are specifically trained in treating infections, diseases, and illnesses caused from environmental issues, like a bug bite. In Jessica's case, I believe she could have been bitten by a tick carrying Lyme disease. The good news is, with the right care, I believe she can make a full recovery without any long-term damage to her body. My best to both you and Jessica. Thanks for your question. Well, we are out of time, everybody, for this evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Please call in with your questions or email them to AskJulieRyan.com, and I'll see you same place, same time next week. Thanks so much, everybody. Take care. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.